Chazal actually the second one seems to should come before the first one. Most of the Farshim say it's built on a um, it's, it's it's a medrash that says that Yemir was walking and he met something some sort of apparition. He wasn't didn't know if it was human or a shade or whatever it was, and the, this person this entity presented itself as Klal Yisrael. It says Kaisal was one and three and seventy and so on and so forth. And then it prods Yermiyah Anavi to wake up the others. It tells him that you aren't dominating well enough. Kaisal is going through its tsaris. You, 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 um, you aren't good enough. Why don't you go and wake up the others? And he goes and wakes up the others to be mispalo. So the, the kinah is a little bit different than the Chazal, but Chazal goes like this. Um, Akadosh Baruch Hu finds a reason to push off Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov and Sarah and Rivka, each and every one has a reason why Kaddish Baruch Hu pushes them off. And it's pretty much brought down over here. The one that Kaddish Baruch Hu can't push off is Rachel. In, in, in the, um, the kinah where we have it, it's, it's the Adimos also, but the way the Chazal says is Rachel Yimeinu. And it says the schus that she had that she couldn't be pushed away with was the schus of giving up her share with Yaakov and possibly giving up to Leah and uh, not knowing that she would end up marrying him. That's something that Akadosh Baruch Hu said, and uh, you know, and was maftiach to be machzakai The the Chazal um, here are telling us that the Koyach, there's one schus that overrides any other schus or kitrik. And that's being what's called Mavel Midoisav. Now let's explain it. When, you, when you're weighing schusim, it's going within, within the system. So I have X amount of Averis, and they weigh X amount. I have X amount of schusim, which weighs more? If I put down another schus, maybe another vera, and so on, it, it sometimes works, sometimes not. Mavel Midoisov is, I gave you without midas. I, I didn't measure right, wrong, fair, not fair. I gave without measuring. So don't measure. Rabchaim Shvalevitz was an extraordinary balregish. And he was a guy, and it's very incredible. He, the, the, the biography they wrote about him was Moach Falev, and um, it, it was incredible because really most people they tend to be the very cerebral or very emotional. That, that, that power of the two together was was very very incredible. And he had a shmuz. He used to say, the Mir Yeshiva was uh, the Mir Yeshiva, the building in that so where it is now was on the border with Jordan. Um, Shmuel and Navi Street was the border. One side was Israel, the other side was No Man's Land. I, I still remember No Man's Land. I don't remember Jordan, but I remember No Man's Land there. Um, and um, they would sometimes take pot shots and so on. The, during the war, the Meishiva, during Six Day War, the Meishiva took four direct hits, artillery hits. The island was in the downstairs in, in the dining room, sandbags, and the building shook and quivered. And they were there for six days, a little bit less than six days in Russia. 
the um, Sarab Chaim would say many times a shmuz. And he would say, what saved us during that dark hour? He said, was it the Torah they learned? Torah is very, very harsh. Was it the Tehillim, the Tefillis? No, no, none of the above. And, and he would make the following observation. There was a woman who lived next door to the yeshiva, in the building that's called Dakit Tzadikim, I think now. The, the Namash next door to the yeshiva, I still remember her living there. She was an elderly woman, and she was an akuna. She was an akuna because her husband, at 20 years before, picked himself up and walked out of her life without leaving a trace. She was poor. She was bitter, really bitter person, really upset person. And there was, I mean, besides the poverty, besides the fact that she was stuck in a no man's land of not being able to get married, but the extraordinary humiliation where the person that once upon a time said, I loved you and I want you with me forever, said, I won't have nothing to do with you. Um, the humiliation is profound. Not even a get. I, I, it, was, it was a very, very extraordinarily wounded person. And Reb Chaim said, when, when the, the, they took a direct hit and the building shook, the woman was also there because they didn't have their own miklat, so neighbors from around were in, were in, the, were in the basement. She said, My husband has caused my entire life to be one piece of grief and hell. I'm Michael him, and you can be Michael us as well. And Abhaim would always point out in his Hagash that this was the this this was what saved Yeshiva. There is nothing harder than to be Mavel Midaisov. The schusim of being Mavel Midaisov doesn't it's not a great schus, not a big schus. It takes her out of the realm of weighing. It's like it, it takes you through the door that they don't check the ID. That's what it does. That's what I'm trying to explain it. Marvel Medusa. And it's um, it, it's something that it's bothersome when there's an industry of constantly looking for schoolers of all sorts. And it's as if what a Kashproko wants is not the important thing. But things 91 Prutus, 85 Prutus, this caver, that caver, none of it holds a candle to the difficult Bimavel Medoisa. I, I want to point out uh, two, maybe, um, in, in the jewelry business, it's all about clients and customers. It's huge business, tons of jewelry, and the Chachma is to find a, a person who, who buys this type of stuff and, and for the price you want. And that's you, that's your that's your that's that's what you possess. <laughs> the the Kapishan Rebbe that's what Teitelbaum's wife's grandfather. His great grandfather was Kapishan Rebbe. His grandfather, her grandfather, was Kapishan Rebbe after him. But he made his living dealing a little bit in jewelry. He had the, a yid came to him crying. There's no parnasa and this and that. Very He took out his list and gave him. A bunch of his customers. It, 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 that's giving away yours to the other. Giving it to Kaddish Baruch Hu, oilis, we, could bring, we could bring thousands of oilers. It's hard, it's a lot of money, and it's a big expense, but it's, it's, it can be done. 
but that the other person should claim it as his. That's something to give away ours to the other is something that's it's, it's something that's uh, unthinkable. There were there were there were people who were going in in Medusa. The Manchester tzaddik Rev Segal, of Europe. That's the, he had a yeshiva in Manchester, and as is customary, um, when in a small place, when one person has a yeshiva, you don't open another yeshiva. Um, and a younger man came along and asked him if he could open another yeshiva in Manchester. And he thought about it and he said yes. That yeshiva was very, very matzliach, a lot more than Rav Segel's own yeshiva. And Rav Segel was once walking by it at night, and he's heard the kol Torah and the, 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 the way it was going. And he told his, the person he was working with, take a look at what the Yitzhahara almost was maces me to do. Had the Yitzhahara won, there wouldn't be a kol Torah here. Take a look. But, but, what, but, but it's an incredible marvel of what is, I mean, it's halachically yours. It's you're the Rav, you're the Mordasa, you're the. Um, it, 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 it's your base medrash. It's not a pound that, that has mokum for two places. But when you give it away, the those chosim stand letzach. You know, it, it's we look so hard for unter the reot for for chosim the suffix chosim, and and when it's staring in the face, the only one Hakadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu could not say no to was Rachel. Because Rachel, Rachel gave away her being, instead of being the rabbits of Yaakov, she, she'd become the Machshev of Esau. That was the choice. There were two brothers, two sisters. Rachel, Yaakov wanted Rachel, and Leah was destined for, 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 for Esau. And she gave it away. When you give, when you give that away, then, 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 then whatever you want, HaKadosh Baruch Hu it, 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 it's specific, giving away to the other that which you deserve. A person says a good shtigal taira. Somebody else needs it to say over, you know, we don't say this music here. Where I grew up, a, a shtigal taira made you a chasen or not. That was, that was the, the, to say over. To give your best shtigal to somebody so that he could say it, and he becomes the chashev, the chabura. And it's his, it's not yours. That takes, the only person I knew was my Rebbe Abnachim was, was, that was, was incredible. He had no sense of self on the taira. But to be able to do that, those are, Akadosh Baruch Hu wants real things. Tchotchkes, Narishkeit, and stuff is, is nothing. Akadosh Baruch Hu, that, that's, we have it. Every year we say it. Every year we say, Avram came, and Yitzhak came, and Yaakov came, and they all said, and Akadosh Baruch Hu found an Amasla for each one. Ruch Akadosh Baruch Hu said, Mini Bechi. I can't. For the person that has no self, I can't say no to. And that's a schus to, to that's a, those are the schus to hold on to. Ich bin nochmal zum